2019 is coming to a close. We're already a week into December, holiday lights are being hung, and snow is quickly piling up outside of my Minneapolis apartment. So I've decided to set aside some time to look back on some of my favorite music from the past year. I'm Colleen Cowie, and here are my gems of 2019. The idea of putting together a list of gems is something that I started on Pass the Mic last year. It's a way for me to look back on some of my favorite albums of the year, but it's not a ranked list. I'm not calling these the best albums of 2019 or the ones that you need to know. These are just some of my favorites, so it's just a way for me to plug some of the music that I've really been loving and that I want more people to know about from this past year. This month, I'm going to be releasing a total number of four posts containing my gems of 2019. So be sure to check back in each week in December for more albums that I have loved throughout this year. You can find the posts on pass-the-mic.com, and also the podcast episodes will be available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Podbean. So check in each week in December to find more gems that I've been loving from 2019. If you've loved one of these albums from 2019, or any other album, be sure to let the artist know. It can really go a long way to just send a band a tweet telling them that you love their music, going to a show, buying their album on Bandcamp or a piece of merch, or just sending them a message to tell them that you appreciate their music. So if you've loved one of these albums, be sure to shout out the people who made them. Also, if you want to support Pass the Mic, we do have a Patreon page at patreon.com slash passthemicmag. It again goes a really long way. Any support that you are able to give really means a lot to us and helps us to create the content that we've been making. So check that out at patreon.com slash passthemicmag. So without further ado, here are some of my gems from 2019. Just as a reminder, the music in this episode is not music from any of these gems. Because it's copyrighted, I can't include any of it. But if you go to pass-the-mic.com and look at the original post, I'll have links to all of the music there so you can go enjoy all of these albums. Seriously, I recommend checking them out. I mean, obviously, I'm talking about them. So go check out the original posts and you can find links to all of the music. In these posts and podcasts, I'm just going to be chatting a little bit about some of the albums that I love. Each one's going to talk about eight different albums, so let's dive into the first bunch of gems. The first album that I want to talk about is one that I knew was going to be one of my favorite albums from the first time I listened to it. It's from the band Queen of Jeans, and it's called If You're Not Afraid, I'm Not Afraid. I discovered Queen of Jeans for the first time this year, and I'm so glad that I did. This is their second album, um, and it's absolutely gorgeous. It's a really personal album. Miri Devora, who's the band leader of Queen of Jeans, wrote this album in the midst of a great time of personal loss and grief. She lost her mother shortly before recording this album, and so she opens up really honestly about that loss and a lot of really personal topics, but handles it in such a graceful and beautiful way. It's an album that I think finds a lot of strength in loss without glossing over the pain that she went through, but I think it finds a lot of strength in the relationships and just makes me so happy to hear Queen of Jeans kind of at their best. I think this is Miri and the whole band really at their most confident, and so I think this album just excels on so many levels. Queen of Jeans is from Philadelphia, and they're just such an amazing blend of 
indie rock, um, just all of the guitar lines on this band. And there have just been so many one-liners from this album that have stuck out to me. The lyrics are so smart and speak so specifically to Miri's experiences, but are also so universal. This is one that I have not been able to get out of my head. This album is also really special to me because Queen of Jeans were actually the first ever guest that I talked to on the Pass the Mic podcast. So I talked to Miri Devora and Maddie Glass of Queen of Jeans, and we talked about how they wrote some of the songs for the album, how they worked with the producer Will Yip. Uh, we also talked about how they recorded the music video for Get Lost, where they all went to a warehouse and basically smashed a bunch of objects and pots and flower vases. So that was a great time. And if you want to learn more about all of that, check out that episode of the podcast. next album that I want to talk about is one from the Minneapolis band Lunch Duchess, and I feel like the title of this album just really captures a lot of the anxiety and overstimulation and just kind of wacky world that we live in in 2019. It's called Crying for Fun, and it's just full of a bunch of amazing humor-filled songs that really get at some pretty heavy and serious topics like sexuality, bodily autonomy, um, just kind of the world that we live in through this very wry and kind of humor-infused approach that I love about Lunch Duchess. This is their first full-length album, and I'm super excited for it. They fuse a lot of different styles in their work. Um, it's kind of hard to pin down a genre that describes Lunch Duchess, and that's one of the other things that I really love about them. They kind of bring in elements of math rock and grunge and pop and just fuse it all together in a way that works so well. I also talked with a drummer from Lunch Duchess, Katherine Segerman, on the Pass the Mic podcast. Um, so again, you can go and listen to that if you want to learn more about this album. It was really interesting to learn about her journey with Lunch Duchess. She used to play drums and sing, so she was the drummer and the lead singer of this band. She would perform with a headset microphone on, which is just absolutely incredible, and I've never seen anyone else do that live. Right now she's focusing on singing with the band so that she can really bring these songs to life, and they've had a couple lineup changes in the past year, um, but this album is absolutely amazing and so much fun to listen to. This is one that I've had kind of on the background while I'm getting ready in the morning and just kind of dancing around to it in my room. So if you need some music to kind of lift you up, but also talk about some of the serious and heavy things that are happening in the world, go check out Crying for Fun by Lunch Duchess. The next album that I want to talk about also comes from Minneapolis, and it's from the band Sass. Sass have been on my radar for quite some time. They came out with this amazing EP in 2017 called Wet Paint and have come out with a string of singles since then, but this is their first full-length album. It came out this year and it's called Chew Toy. Sass are incredible because at once their sound is super sugary and bright and poppy, but they also definitely pack a punch in a lot of their music. Um, they can flip really easily from being really sweet and poppy to super grungy and heavy. I feel like this kind of juxtaposition is really apparent in a lot of the lyrics. Um, this band is fronted by Stephanie Jo Mark, who is an absolute queen in the local Minneapolis music scene. She has been in bands like Tony Pichka, who were another one of my favorites. Sadly, they played their last show in 2018, but Stephanie also plays in the band's Tights and Oyster World, so she keeps busy and does a lot of stuff. 
Her songwriting really shines in this album from Sass. It talks about a lot of, again, kind of heavy things like toxic relationships and kind of finding yourself and growing up and becoming an adult, um, but in a really playful and relatable way. So definitely check this one out from Sass. It's called Chew Toy. Here we got a new album from Julia Jacqueline, the Australian singer-songwriter. This is her second full-length solo album, and it's called Crushing. This album, as the name suggests, is... It's a pretty crushing album. I don't have a better word to describe it. Um, it talks pretty openly about a breakup, so that's kind of what the general story arc of the album is about, kind of going through that breakup and then kind of learning to put yourself back together after that breakup. Um, but as much as it's kind of centered around this one relationship, it's really kind of introspective and looks a lot into the relationship that Julia Jacqueline has with herself. That is some of the most beautiful parts about the album is the way that it talks about her relationship with her body and kind of learning to be her own person and be really comfortable in her own skin after separating herself from this other person. I think it's really heartbreaking, but also at times really hilarious. I love one of my favorite songs is called Pressure to Party, and it's all about um, kind of her friends pressuring her to get back out there and go to parties and kind of pretend like everything is fine. After this breakup, it's super relatable, and you can kind of laugh as you cry along to this album. I saw Julia Jacqueline perform these songs live at 7th Street Entry in Minneapolis earlier this year, and I'm really not a crier at concerts. I you know, generally don't actually shed tears, but I shed many tears at this show, um, especially she performed one of the songs from her earlier albums called Don't Let the Kids Win, which is just such a heartbreaking song. So again, that one is not from this year, but if you haven't heard that one either, I would highly recommend listening to it. She's a gorgeous songwriter, and I really hope to see more of her music in 2020. of my gems, I wanted to take a short break to talk about one of my non-album gems of 2019, a miscellaneous thing that I've been loving this year that is not an album. Um, it is a podcast and it's Dolly Parton's America from NPR. I have been obsessed with this podcast lately. The last couple weeks I've just been listening voraciously to every single episode. I discovered this podcast through a recommendation from the band Gully Boys, so thank you to Gully Boys for pointing me in this direction because I have been loving it. It has given me such a deeper appreciation and understanding of Dolly Parton's music. As someone who was before kind of a casual fan of Dolly's music um, and kind of didn't know a ton of the deeper cuts, it gives you such an insightful background into her life. They visit her Tennessee mountain home. They really unpack um, kind of Dolly's past and just offer such insightful analysis of, like the title suggests, Dolly Parton's America, of how her music has kind of shaped our culture and also how it reflects it. So I think it's a super poignant listen in 2019 and if you haven't checked it out even if you're not you know the biggest fan of Dolly's music or you don't know that much I would still 
highly recommend it. It is such an insightful and interesting listen. So definitely check out Dolly Parton's America. The next album that I want to talk about is from one of my favorite songwriters of all time. It's Lucy Dacus, and I'm not just including this EP in this list because I love Lucy Dacus. I mean, that's, you know, maybe part of the reason, but also genuinely, I think this EP was so well-crafted and so smart and intentional. It's called 2019, and Lucy Dacus released it as a series of singles throughout the year and then recently came out with the whole EP as a full collection. Um, Each of the songs on the EP is written about a different holiday throughout the year. So there's a song for Christmas, there's a Valentine's Day song, her cover of Lovey and Rose. Um, There's a song for Mother's Day, which is personally one of my favorites on the album, a really beautiful ode to her mother. So it talks about the year through all of these different holidays, but I think rather than being really kind of hokey or cliched, which you know, a collection of holiday songs could easily become. It's really insightful, and I think it's so beautiful how Lucy uses these holidays and these kind of cultural traditions as ways to show us what we value and what she values and these really intimate relationships and moments in her life. Like I said, My Mother and I is one of my absolute favorites. It's just such an intimate and honest song about her relationship with her mother. And I think this album is full of those really small, beautiful, personal moments. So this has been one of my favorites. And I think it's one that I'm gonna continue to listen long after 2019, because I think it is gonna continue to be very relevant. things that I love about living in Minneapolis is how tight-knit and amazing the music scene here is. And not just within Minneapolis, I feel like being in Minneapolis has given me so many connections to places all around the country and all around the world. And this next album is an example of just that. It's the band Push Flowers and their album Close for Comfort. Push Flowers are based in Boston, but I discovered this album because of Forged Artifacts, which is a record label based in Minneapolis. Um, Forged Artifacts worked with Push Flowers on this album, and so I just discovered this album by chance. I saw the email pop up from Bandcamp in my inbox because I follow Forged Artifacts, so I got the email saying, hey, they have this new album coming out with Push Flowers, so I decided to check it out, and I am so glad that I did because it is one of my favorites from this year. Um, This is the first EP from Push Flowers. Um, It's the first full collection of songs that they've come out with this project. It's a relatively new band, and it is fronted by these two songwriters, Rocio Del Mar and Justine DeFeo. So they each write songs for the band, which I think gives them a really unique sound. A lot of their songs kind of deviate from the traditional verse-chorus song structure and have these really gorgeous instrumental interludes. One of the main themes on this album is confidence. It's a word that comes up a lot throughout the album. And I talked to Rocio Del Mar for Pass the Mic. Um, We have a conversation that's up on the blog if you want to check it out. Um, And it was really interesting to learn about her journey to producing this EP um, because we talked a lot about that confidence and how this is one of the big first musical projects that she's made since leaving an acting career in New York to go and follow her dream of pursuing music. 
So I really enjoyed that conversation. Again, you can find it on the blog and I really enjoyed this album. So I'm so, so glad that I stumbled upon it through Forged Artifacts. album that I want to talk about is from the band Chastity Belt, and it's their self-titled album. Chastity Belt have been one of my favorites for quite some time. I really fell in love with their 2017 album, I Used to Spend So Much Time Alone, because I think that album especially was so amazing at capturing these feelings of existential dread and big questions that we all struggle with. So I think that this new album, Chastity Belt, still deals with a lot of those topics and has kind of some of that angst as well. But I think it's a really beautiful, mature take on all of that because I think it shows all of the strength that they find in each other. It, I think, makes a lot of sense that this is their first self-titled album because I think you really hear a lot of that gorgeous interplay between all of the band's members. Chastity Belt have been one of my favorites because no one member seems really more important than anyone else in the band. Um, I love the way that the guitarists Lydia Lund and Julia Shapiro have these really conversational parts. There are no real solos in any Chastity Belt song. The whole thing just kind of sounds like one conversation that these great friends are having with each other. So I think this album is really gorgeous. A lot of really expansive instrumental sections, some really gorgeous rock, and a really beautiful album about dealing with kind of some of the nastier things in life and some of those big kind of dreadful questions that we all face, but finding strength in each other and kind of making something really gorgeous out of that. album that I want to talk about is from Jay Sum. It's called Anak Ko, and this album is absolutely gorgeous, and it really just blew my mind at how much of an amazing producer Melina Duterte is. Melina is the sole member of JSOM. It's her solo project, and her first two albums were completely self-produced and self-recorded. She played every single instrument on them and recorded them herself in her bedroom. And this album is also self-produced, um, but she worked in a studio for this one and collaborated with a couple of different people on it. She brought some friends into the studio, like Letitia Tomko from Vagabond and Andy Trescott from Chastity Belt. So I think you really hear that collaboration and it is just totally a different sound from JSOM. It is very different from the bedroom pop of her earlier albums. Um, and I think a really gorgeous departure. It still has all of the same songwriting that we love from Alina Duterte, but in a totally new way. It is bringing in some kind of lo-fi beats. There's kind of these glimmering 80s guitars. There's all of these new elements. Uh, there's kind of a Phil Collins-esque drum fill in the song Tenderness that I absolutely love. So I think it's a really gorgeous example of just the amazing prowess of Melina Duterte's producing abilities. And I am definitely gonna keep listening to this one well into 2020. 
Thank you so much for listening to my first Gems of 2019 episode. Like I said, I'm going to be releasing these each week in December, so stay tuned for parts two, three, and four. You can find all of these gems at pass-the-mic.com, and you can look there for links to all of these albums so you can listen to all of this music on the website. You can also find these episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Podbean. If you want to support Pass the Mic, you can go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash passthemicmag. Seriously, any contribution helps, and we really appreciate it. It helps us continue to make this content that we've been doing and to pay other contributors. So anything that you can do really helps a lot. I hope you've all been having a fabulous 2019, and I'll see you in the next episode of our Gems.